The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Dial M for Murder, the unofficial How to Get Away with Murder internet radio show exclusively on poppychuloradio.com. Poppychulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Sunday, October 2nd, 2016, and I am your hostess with the mostest, Carla Stillwell. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap recapped i said it <laughs> review and dissectulate the latest episodes of how to get away with murder later on in the broadcast get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the hit abc's casting scoops spoilers and ratings but first please welcome my esteemed co-host clay's anatomy yeah say hello <laughs> Hey, what's up? Uh, first time on this show, for this show, love how to get away with murder, and I'm very excited to talk about it with the rest of you guys who like a fun group. And we are happy to have you. Dame Day, or as I call her, my double D. Ow. Nah, but um, he makes me feel like <laughs> I should do some kind of an intro. You just like, this like, hey, everybody. So, hey, everybody. I'm really excited to meet y'all. Uh, uh, all that that he just said. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the distinguished gentleman, Derek Anthony. Good evening, everyone. It was murder. <laughs> yes, with the purr. I love yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So let us jump into our recap of season three, episode "Do," which was titled There Are Worse Things Than Murder and aired September 29th, 2016. Let me break down for you all the official synopsis of the episode. Frank stages a fiery car accident to hide the body of Annalise's investigator while Annalise destroys her burner phone so that he cannot contact her. The clinic takes the case of Irene Crawley, a woman who has spent 32 years in jail for murdering her abusive husband and is applying for parole for the seventh time. Connor and Oliver deal with the deteriorate, deterioration, if that's how you say the word, because I'm clearly having brain farts and tongue farts, of their relationship. And Oliver begins working for Annalise. Asher struggles with the revelation that Michaela is just using him for the bootay, while the university and President Hargrove, boo, attempts to suspend Annalise for teaching as the story of the Flyers begins to make national news. Laurel discovers that Annalise has asked Eve to keep an eye on the Mahoney murder investigation and drunkenly admits to Bonnie that she loved Frank, even though he was a murderer. 
as Derek would say. Is that a requirement? (laughs) (laughs) It's not a requirement. Every time that word comes up, you should absolutely say it like that. Every single time. Listen, I'll say this. It's not a requirement, but it's hella fun. So... Uh, what in 30 seconds or less and y'all we got a lot to get through in not a long time so don't play with me today people 30 seconds or less mm-hmm. what is your initial reaction of this episode Clay you first I loved it um, this is to me their best season so far this mystery is no filler all action um, I think the stakes are the highest they've been. We all want to know who's under the blanket. I think my favorite thing is now the law clinic. The fact that we're seeing these students who, as we saw through the last episode, don't have the best GPAs, are actually practicing law. And it kind of reminded me of some vintage Shonda Rhimes stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys ever watched Grey's way back in the day, but when they went from being interns to residents and actually got to do what they've been going to school for, it kind of gave me that. So I'm excited to see Michaela take a case. I'm excited to see Asher and so on and so forth but so far it's been great I thought it was a great episode see Clay you know that was more than 30 seconds <laughs> you playing with me Clay you, we just we just we just got to know each other alright hey, now you know now I know <laughs> alright double D Dame Bay what was your initial reaction I love the episode. I love this episode. I agree that I think that this season is starting out to be the better one of the three. Um, and I felt decidedly unlesbian at some parts during this episode. So we'll get Woo! into that. Yes. Oh my God. Decidedly so. No, but it was so subtle, but we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that because I've been yes. pretty like strong in my position throughout the other seasons. Girl, we're going to get there, child. We're going to, all of us, we're going to just get there. Okay. <laughs> we're going to go there. Mm. Uh, Derek, your thoughts? In 30 seconds or less, I love anything that starts with the House of Fire. This is their junior <laughs> Word. This right is their year. Bullets in the beginning and now fire. And on fire. This is their junior year. We're not introducing people anymore. We already know who all of these people are. So we are right at the meat of the story. And stuff is on fire, literally and emotionally. So I'm there for mm. it. I'm good. I love this episode. I, myself, myself personally, me, loved every second of this episode. And the thing I loved the most was my baby daddy, no wait, my children's father, um, uh, 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 Billy Brown's situation. So I don't even want him. Can we just share him this episode? This episode we can share because I know okay. what it means for you to say that. Okay, just just feel me here. I I I, I know what it means. Okay. Um, <laughs> so before we get into this recap, really deep. Um, of the latest episode of How to Get Away with Murder. Here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you, that's you listening, can interact with us. Follow us on Tumblr. Dial M for murder.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions? suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. 
Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Dial In for Murder and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. Now, <clears throat> I just, uh, I did some free association thinking. You, you guys, when I was making my list, I decided I wasn't going to take full notes. I was just going to throw things out. I was just going to throw caution to the wind. Ooh, caution. <laughs> wind. Blowing. Gone. Like Blowing. Away. Blowing. <laughs> Blowing. Operative word, blowing. <laughs> so, <laughs> the first note I wrote was, my man's chest. Okay. Yes. Come Listen. on, Day Day. Yes. Talk to me. Okay. And so, everybody, obviously, when he stood up out of that bed, obviously, everything, I didn't mm. even know that there was that many. Now, let me tell you, over the past few seasons, everybody's like, oh, my God. And I'm just like, uh, he in there, whatever. He built whatever. But no, like, I know when he stood up and his chest was all rippled, it was something. But when he was laying in that bed and he sat up just a little bit and you could see the top part of his chest out the top part of that blanket. Oh, I just mm. wanted to go back to sleep. Sweet Lord Jesus. <laughs> like, it was just like just the top part. It was just like enough of a tease. And like that's why I said I feel decidedly unlesbian because it wasn't even like all of it like oh my god boom like because the boom happened like five seconds after and I was like oh shit but oh. when he just like leaned up in that bed a little bit just it was <sighs> like a little triangle of muscle like a little tri like a little wedge a little wedge of muscle <laughs> and I just didn't know what to do with myself Child, I was drinking wine and everything it's just now see everybody anybody who knows me really well knows that <laughs> the top uh, two muscles. On the top of the six pack, right under the man breastuation, right there is my favorite part mm -mm. of man meat. Mm -mm. It's man my favorite meat. part of man meat. <laughs> and when my man got out of the shower oh. to stand there glistening, yes, to say to um, home slice, uh, you know, it's enough room in the shower for two. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I said, wow. These sound effects are going to kill me. <laughs> I I have sound effects. I am my own beatbox. Why you bullshit? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so let us just have a quick moment to pay homage to Billy Brown's gym workout and his <laughs> diet. Because he hasn't had a carb in years. Since I like wonder if that works for women. Like, can I put Bay on that that diet? No, I mean, like, she, she she have to get rid of the carbs. Like, that is a human being that has not had a carb probably since two thousand. Like, right. if I don't think he's had a carb like for six years. She can't eat nothing but me. I don't care. I believe that at the craft table, craft service table. There is an announcement. Billy is entering the room. Remove all bagels. All <laughs> Everything. Just Anything give it God. Don't tempt him. We got to work together to keep this physique like this. Yeah. We gotta, it's teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
Teamwork makes the dream work. There so I got dreams. So many dreams. All dreams. That's set right now. Saying this body is my body too. Yes, they I like they have a special bread room. Like the grits, the bread, the bagels, all that shit is in one room. Like just so Billy kid don't even have to smell it. Is it's that man's but- really name? His name really Billy Brown though? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. I ain't know. That's his name. Yeah. He looked like that should be his name. He looked like his name should just be Chocolate. Like the almond kind. That was the thing when he was working his way through college. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't went. He could have had all my little tuition, all my little refund check. Because uh, oh, I swear he hadn't seen a carb in ages. Okay, moving on. Um, the next note I wrote was Annalise plus President Hargrove equals shade. <laughs> yes, that scene with her being suspended, Viola Davis's facial expression during all of the bullshit that they were talking, you could tell from five seconds into that that she was not having it. And her insistence, she it. was sue, she was out. How would it feel if a prominent attorney turned on the school? Like she. This is her on an average day, too. She wasn't even in rare form. She was having absolutely none of their shit, and I loved it. I, I well, I have, to, I have to say real quick, Derek. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Okay. But this was my paraphrase of what Annalise said to those motherfuckers at the table. <clears throat> no, I am not. And I will sue the entire shit out of all you punk ass bitches. Please try me, <laughs> motherfuckers. I, that's all I heard. So I don't know all what I you really said. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. During that scene, during that scene, I felt her emotionally look around the room. You know that when somebody's saying something crazy, you like, are they talking to me? Right, like it just happened that moment of the trip. Who the freak y'all are you talking to? <laughs> you know what she could have actually pulled off in that moment? Y'all know that meme where she's packing her shit up from the yeah. table? <laughs> That's exactly where that comes into play. Oh, God. Well, I'm not here for this. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the, Derek, you are spot on. She was looking around because I know that look. Like, is this bitch talking? Is there somebody else behind me? Because I think she even looked over her shoulder. Like, <laughs> somebody behind me, Father God. Oh, but yeah. Derek, what were you saying? Um, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Oh, so she was looking around like, who's she talking to? When did, when did, when we gonna talk about why I'm here? Cause I don't... that's not why I'm here. You couldn't possibly have called me here to talk about nothing like this. Oh, so I'm not being harassed, and you' about to fire me. Oh, no. you know there are some times. Where, you know, I, I think I said it last week where Shonda and her team, because I know this was not her show. She's producing, but there are other writers. But her team just has these moments where they tap this authentic black behavior. Mm. I feel like they work same place I work there in the weekdays. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what I feel like. I feel like they sit in them same dumbass meetings I be having and they just understand. Exactly. Point and so it is. It is just. 
it is refreshing you know it, it we have not though and some of us are a little older than others on this phone and those of us that are a little older just remember a time where that where tootie and arnold and willis were our black people like yeah. them was the black people on tv so it's just ref and they were not doing authentically black and the best you got was what you talk about exactly mm -hmm. so it's just it always makes me giggle when i see this authentic black female behavior this you should be better the who's you talk what <laughs> no that's not how this works that's not how any of this works it's mm -hmm. <laughs> what annalise said to her mm -hmm. so now here's the other thing that i wanted to throw out this will be quick Annalise and her little pup. What's that boy's name? Wes. 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 Yes. Annalise and Wes. What is this little, what is this mother-son strangeness going on with the two of them now? Okay, I need to, okay, I need to tackle this because this was in my notes. This mm -hmm. harkens back to the second episode of the first season when it looked like Annalise was going to offer Wes sex in order mm -hmm. to keep her secret. Because yes. mm. I remember that scene. I was like, wow, yeah. this is making me real uncomfortable right now. And I hope he ain't about to pull out his magic wand on her. Right. That's so nasty. I remember that. I remember watching that. Like, I need he an adult right now. <laughs> That's so Oedipus-y. That's so nasty. But see, I, did, I, I don't feel like it in that way. I feel like like the cat is out of the bag. He knows why she's so attentive to him. Like, right. everything is out there. And so it really is that mothering situation without having to hide the why. Because before it was always like, why do you have a special affinity for me? Now it's like, okay, I get it. Like, shit's happened. And so, yeah, you better step up and be mothering because you know the whole kit and caboodle. So I don't even, like, before I definitely remember the episode you're talking about with the yeah. sexual tension. But I don't feel like it's a sexual tension anymore. I feel like she really has just been able to say, all right, I am here for you in a different kind of way because, like, I know the whole situation. I think it just kind of... Is that I, like she had taken on that role? And while I completely agree with what you're saying, you have to remember that Annalise is kind of broken, especially sexually. Yeah. She better be broken with like Billy Brown. She needs to be <laughs> broken. Wait, not broken. Not broken. 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 <laughs> Broke in half, broke. She need to be getting them walls told however you want to call it. She don't need to be worried about no West don't even look like he's throwing oh, that thing when she got that man up in that house. He don't look like he's slanging nothing compared to Billy Brown. Yeah, I even even with her, I know she has some um I know she's got some sexual issues, but I think this really is a now they have flipped it full mother son. Okay. Yes situation and i think i agree with that and i think this is the most honest there have ever been with each other she's not lying right. about rebecca anymore there's none of the stuff that has really stood in between them she knows about well rather he knows about her mm -hmm. history with his mom everything's on the table now they can just have pizza like two normal human beings with no murder or murder rape people. or a crazy thing being mm -hmm. involved in it so they it does feel a little yeah. Right, and, <laughs> I, and I, right <laughs> somebody will die. We all know this. 
Uh, we know it because they told us. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this um, is, I think it's kind of cute. And I think it will determine my answer later on in the show about the question I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. Are we still going to be asking that question all over again? We're going to ask it again because we have new information, child. Oh, so we get to change our guests? Yes, we get to change our guests. All right. Okay. But we'll get we'll get there for the new the new folk. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> um now also I just wanted to say Maggie that rhymes with veggie, uh Wes's woman. Um what they do y'all like think siblings? They really do look alike. There's absolutely no sexual tension. But <laughs> it's really I'm like, oh Maggie rhymes with veggie because you're that boring. You're a cruder tape player. Yeah. You They're gonna break up. They're definitely gonna break up. <laughs> He's but a murderer. I, but I feel like they are setting that character up to be important yes. at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she certainly has the hard on for Annalise. Yeah, I, yes, well, yes, very good observation. She does. She seems to be very interested in what's happening on campus with the flyers. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, but some of that again tapping into real black life. You know, the one black professor, like the one of 10 black professors, everybody in the university knows who they are. Very if true. you black. <laughs> so <laughs> that that could be the reason she's got it. A girl crush on Annalise. But I feel like they're building up to something else. But she's so boring. I don't know what that could be. Any guesses? I have a question to ask you guys. I'm a little embarrassed about this because I feel like this was discussed in the last season and I just didn't pick up on it. Please don't. But, it's a Shonda show. All that stuff is there. <laughs> I asked if the new boy was Frank last episode, so oh, he ain't got to no. be shamed or nothing. But exactly. <laughs> okay, All right, baby. Okay. I remember um, flashback to, I think, what is it, 2006. It is, we got young West, pregnant Annalise. Remind me, what happened to her child? What happened to her baby? Because she was pretty far along. Did they remember ever when she the had car? Her. Remember the car yeah. accident? When it came out to kill her. Right. The okay. lawyer tried to kill the His dad tried to kill her. Right. Yeah. And, and this is what Frank is all butthurt about. Because he thought they were just setting Annalise up. They didn't think he was trying. They were trying to kill and like murder her. The whole situation. Okay. So okay. I got yeah. another question. Yeah. Since you asked that, I can't remember this boy's name for the life of me. What's Oliver's, Oliver's boyfriend name? Connor. Connor. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yes. That's, yes. It's been plaguing me. All right. Cool. <laughs> and speaking of Connor. And okay. all of them. Segway. There we go. Segway. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so Connor got a win this week, right? Yeah. And and all, he he got a win. He got to be the lead on this case, and I all his like personal that. angst came out. Mm-hmm. And Oliver got a win because he started work with Annalise, his girl crush. Mm-hmm. So, um. Let's talk about it. And then they still had that awkward ass half breakup. Like, Can I just say I really like this case though? Like yes. the last case sucked, but I, I had no vested interest in that. But this case, I really liked the addition of this like 
even for Connor to win it. Like, I really just like this case as part of the storyline. Yeah, I like her character. Like, I think that that was actually a really good situation in relation to Connor and Oliver. It really just like pissed me off because I have a relationship or ex relationship where I could definitely call somebody and tell them to like distract me. And they would sit there and give me some nonsense story about when they were a kid. And, like, mm. I think that, like, that whole... They just have a messy breakup going on. It really is a half-ass breakup type it situation. It really is. I'll, and, and I blame Oliver. He's, yes. He's it was so out games. of nowhere. There has got well, to be something even, going on. I don't I'm even allowed mind, to give my opinion. I don't even mind the so out of nowhere. But if you're going to do it, do it. You can't have point. the cake and eat it too, and that's my problem with Oliver. Yeah. Oh, okay, we we go we gonna take a break, but you ain't got to move. But we can't be intimate. But I need to celebrate with you because you won. No, if you don't want to be with me, if we need a break, then take your ass over there, or yeah, yeah, my ass over here. The half-ass breakup is really annoying to me. Um, Clay, what were you about to say, babe? Yeah, uh, really quickly about the case of the week. Um, I, in my day job, I work as a counselor, so I get to um, work with some people who've experienced domestic abuse, and I've seen both males Mm -hmm. and females. And I thought that this was a really powerful, non-kind of cookie-cutter, after-school special, let's all learn a lesson, portrayal of that. And I think the story that she told and the images of her being drowned in her own urine or raped with the hose proved once again that A, this show is willing to go some places that no other show on TV is willing to go, cable or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And B, that they are cutting down to real life issues. Um, I loved how unapologetic that character was and after all of the things that she had been through she was refused to be labeled as a victim even if that meant spending the rest of her life in prison and there was mm-hmm. something just so powerful about that so i agree i thought last week's case of the week was okay i thought it was mediocre but this week i really really took a lot from it i thought like i've never seen something like this on tv before mm-hmm. right they they she totally so got their footing Play they, that story they, when she started about talking about why there were no doors in the house. I was like, Yes, oh, yes. oh my oh, god, that was when she yes. decided to start talking. Them chills came. I was like, I, I, that's too many women's story. So right. many women's story. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what I want to give a shout out to millennials. And again, whoever's writing this show is really, really has a handle on things. Um, just the where we are in our country. So you millennial people do something that my uh, Gen X generation, we don't do. We will sit and nod our heads in a situation, much like Annalise does, in that, and like, follow the rules, follow the rules, and then figure out how to bust that shit up behind the scenes. Mm. Y'all ain't got no patience. So... That moment where Connor's like, no, this is some bullshit. Y'all not asking her the right questions. Y'all are being fucking old white men, ridiculous humans. That moment was, it was a generational, uh, it, it was about what happens with the generations. And when we see that, us Xers, and I think Derek can agree with me. I agree. Um, we go... Well, shit! If the child gonna just start yelling, then let me let me go help them yell. <laughs> you know, so that's what I I thought was beautiful. A part of what was beautiful in those two parole hearing scenes, 
they were Definitely. gorgeous. And the yeah. conversation Annalise had with the sister was beautiful. It was just, it was really stunningly done. I think that was the, that was my win for the whole episode. Um, we got to see a different side of Connor too. <clears throat> yeah. Like they introduced Connor as the sex craze, nymphomaniac, gay stereotype. Um, and throughout mm-hmm. the seasons, through Oliver, through working with Annalise, today, or not today, rather, the day the episode aired, it was like, this has really been some growth from him. And I think this kind of case, seeing this, and especially where he was with his personal life and his relationship, it was all kind of just the perfect combination to put him in a position to be so passionate about. It. And it, it ended up working in the end. He won the case. Right. This episode was the first time I wanted to remember his name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real, real quick before before we move on who is this new asshole student that is constantly speaking he is an asshole the one that I thought was Frank shaved down because yes. I didn't really see that well so don't y'all judge me but yeah he is just popping up I'm, but you know what I think what they're doing with him is they're saying whoever's up underneath that blanket and I got a brand new feeling about who it is even though it might be way too easy so I might stick with where I was but whatever we'll get there but I think that whoever's under that blanket is one of the one of the kids and he's gonna find some way to step up to kind of replace that role even if it's like he found out who did it whatever it is but he's gonna fill that spot somehow next See, season as, I, I mean they have to do something with him because he's a fucking jerk I think, <laughs> I think the new student is going to replace somebody in the graves I think he's just gonna wind up dead at some point <laughs> oh you know what he might be he might be who knows he might be the flyer person because we don't know who's doing the flyers and apparently nobody on the whole damn campus knows who's doing the flyers like he's always in the classroom he could get there early stick that thing up on the wall and sit in his seat if you look at this show traditionally people who go out of their way to piss Annalise and the Keating Five off they be dying usually wind up dead it does not work out well for them in the end all right, he just so might be just smart enough that they take him on because somebody gonna kick the bucket, somebody up underneath the sheet, and you can't have the kid before. So. Listen, so let's keep him, y'all, so silly. Um, all right, so real quick recap: Annalise goes, "Diddy," because I imagine that's how she talks to um Billy Brown when they alone. <laughs> she goes, "Diddy." Diddy, Frank is missing. I need you to find Frank. And he go, girl, I'm gonna find Frank for you. Why does that uh, like a black exploitation film? What is going on? Because that's how I feel. Like it gets sexy like that. I think he gets sexy like that between them. She oh, goes, that's sexy. Diddy. Yeah. Oh, that's her okay. Diddy. Diddy, come here, Diddy. And so she says, Diddy, come. I need you to go find Frank. He missing. I'm scared. And, and then, and then Nate, and then Nate goes, "Whatever you need, baby, I protect you." And is so then, like, is this how it translates? Like it's not subtitles on the TV. Like it comes out of the TV and translates to that. That's how I hear. That's what I hear when I listen. That's what it sounds like. And so he went and he was out here with Shaft music in the background doing police work. And then he was like. <laughs> At least, baby, he's gone in the wind. 
we don't this know. This is way more staff like with every syllable. <laughs> <laughs> and then as, after that happens, then Annalise and Bonnie and Bonnie's trying to stay on Annalise's good side because you know that's where she tries to stay. Bonnie goes tricking. I know what? that Laurel has been out here telling talking to Frank and calling his phone. I'm gonna get her drunk and find out what happened. So then Bonnie took Laurel to play pool and got her drunk because she knows she a lightweight. Mm. Got her drunk and then Laurel was like, I love Frank. I mean, he's not talking to me, but he must be taking his voicemail. So I'm just leaving him messages. I'm trying to watch this episode with you next time. Yes. We're going to mute it and have you do all of the voices. Like, all, all of it. Of here's, what, here's what I want to know. Because this is what I started screaming at the TV. How you know Frank? You don't know Frank. <laughs> You don't, don't nobody know Frank. Frank is savage. Frank is a killer. You don't. Frank uh, is a beast. Yeah, Laurel is kind of rough around the edges. Like even though she come from money, she's kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, she seems she okay with that. And that was the cut of the week right. when the woman, uh, when Laurel was talking to the woman, and she said. You know, I'm looking at your teeth, so I know you don't know nothing about life. Who's next? <laughs> she did say it. But, um, was just no. pulling all the cards. I, I think more. Yes. I was just going to say, Asha really got on my nerves trying to play the little white card, dude. Dude. Okay. Like, that's like, like, let me tell you. Let me tell you how interesting Asha Asher and his you just don't want me because I'm a white boy was for me. It is not even on my list. How about that? You're How right. about we can, we can keep and going. Asher? It, it makes me puke. And I, I really just want don't to mention think... that she called him a meat stick. Like his meat can't be that good. Like No, and it I was like really bland meat, like Tri- and like, I'm like, you must have not like, ever you. had no head. Like, you no. must have not even had no lick game before. Because he wasn't even doing it right. Oh, Your legs wasn't even open enough. Huh? Nah. Dante was gay. So he was yeah. trying to do all that. Oh, you right. So her, her scope no. was real narrow. No, but she also, she had the um the last season. She had the brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he was, he looked like he was like... He didn't impress me either. Right. No, they. She ain't never had no Nate loving. Right. No, she, she ain't never had. She ain't never sweated all that hair out. No, her right. hair stayed no. exactly. Got the dog legs. All she gotta do is wrap that thing, and she be okay. She ain't never had nothing with. She gotta go get her tracks tightened back up. Right. Mm. She ain't never walked the streets of the night before. I'm trying to figure out where he at because he ain't answering the phone. Because that's what. <laughs> yeah. You, that's when you know you got it good. When you got to find him, where are you? You looking for you? When, when you out here looking for the D or the P in the daytime with a flashlight? Binoculars, That's baby. when you Where know. Where are you? Where I need it. I need to. Why are you not answering the phone? You calling you us? You're on lunch break. Lunch break. <laughs> what do you mean? No. 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 Your lunch no. Break is over here. You're not eating me. You couldn't possibly be on lunch. No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So that bores me to tears. But here's what we know, and then we'll get to the fact, the flash forward. Nate done lost Frank. We don't know where Frank is. He's in the wind. 
and uh, they're setting Frank traps now. So the three of them are probably pulling Laurel's old dirty money daddy in because I do think he's from some cartel money. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel in my spirit. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so they bring it in the cartel and they're trying to um, uh, air Frank out. And we already covered Oliver's old bullshit. You don't have to leave, but we can't have relations. So then Paul Lil Connor had to walk in on the boring ass sex that is Michaela and Asher. So he had to go stay with sleeper sex. That's what I'm going to call they, them two. Because he felt like the rest of America when, when he found out. He went real joy. They so what? Who cares? <laughs> All right. So this week in the flash forward, Annalise is prodded by detectives in the aftermath of her house fire, prompting her to goad them into arresting her for the arson before she is cuffed. She slips a phone to a hysterical Oliver. So now we know Oliver is alive. Oliver lives to next season. We know that now. Telling him to wipe it clean. Now, here we go for my two uh, gentlemen that were are new to the game. The game is called Predictions. Mm. Who is in the body bag? You only get one guess. Ooh. As opposed to DD's three last week. <laughs> Why? 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 You, why you put my girl? Why you put my girl in the street like that? Why you put my girl? Why you? Why you bring it? Why? Why you bring it up? All and shit? I got another one today, so I don't need care. <laughs> Fuck. Don't, look, we are family. We are a team. I don't team work for my fuckery. I'm gonna have another one next week. As soon as they eliminate one of my other ones, I'm going to split that one. They cannot be a cheating four. It has to be the double D five. All of them, I'm guessing here. <laughs> so, okay, kids, we know Oliver is alive. So, Oliver is off the table. I will start with you, Zarek Anthony. Who is in that damn body bag? I think that it is karma under the sheet. I think that he's going to be run out of Michaela's house because the sex, the non sex happening, the anti sex. <laughs> It's going to be too much. He for- looks so unbothered by that, though. She's like, "We're screwing," and he's like, "Oh, I mean, right. can, I, can I go lay down now?" <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I think that he will wind up at uh, Annalise's house, and he will be in the house when the house burns down. Okay, uh, now, um, Clay. Uh, if I had to pick one person, I'm going to say that it is Frank under the sheet. Mm-hmm. And this is why um, I think Frank is the single most dangerous character on the show. This is a show called How to Get Away with Murder. And Frank is the person who's done that the most successfully the most times. The way that he handled old dude with the car shows that he is a professional. I mean, since the pilot, the first so why mystery do you think that he we did? had. Yeah, why do you I think, think he did? Like, he's maybe he set be, the fire, but not like... He could, 
But I'm thinking that there's going to be a real uh, back and forth between him and Natalie. So I think he's going to be like the big bad uh, with air quotes of the season. And I think they have a complicated relationship. They talked about how when Frank was in prison, Sam was his doctor, which was Mm -hmm. new information. So I'm thinking their relationship is a lot more layered than we've been able to see. So I think that things right now are really complicated between them. I don't think Annalise wants Frank dead. I think she wants him out of the picture. All right, come on, come on, come on, come on. What's your final answer? So I'm gonna say Frank. I think it's Frank. Thank you. See, Clay, we gonna have problems. <laughs> he just be waxing poetic, but he got a nice voice, so it's all good. Yeah, all that's right. why I listened for so long. I got loved in. I was like, "Ooh, that's Sorry. Sam." Now wait a minute. All right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Day. Okay. I'm making another guess. Okay. So let me say yes. So I don't think it's Frank. I think that it's possible that Frank set the fire, but I don't think he's up underneath underneath, underneath that blanket. Okay. Um. I was thinking my initial reaction when I watched this was like, oh, well, Connor ain't have nowhere to go. He probably ended up leaving Michaela's. He's back at, at Annalise's house because Annalise already offered her extra space to West and she lonely in the house. She didn't let uh, Connor come live there. But I think that that's way too obvious of something to deduce. And then with Oliver coming right out there freaking out, I think that that was what we're supposed to think. I still think it's Bonnie. Okay. Now, I'm going to tell y'all what I think. Mm -hmm. Here's what I think. Because of a spoiler that was read last week, and the spoiler said, oh, um, we had to make, uh, the writers were like, we had to make a hard decision. Everybody cried in the writer's room. Nobody, it was so devastating for everybody that this character will be gone. Because of that, I think it is Wes. And because of this new mother-son relationship they're starting. It could be really devastating. That was one of my guesses last week. But Mm -hmm. I really, I just can't, I can't make myself stick to that answer. Even though that's like the more likely. Because I really think Bonnie or Wes. But I I, just can't make myself say that over and over again. I think Wes is a, I think Wes is a really logical choice. Which is why I don't think it's Wes. Yeah, I th- but th- just that whole conversation about how hard it was and how devastating it was and how the writers were like in tears over it and how the cast was in tears about it. It makes me think it's a beloved don't, like, character. Give a damn about Bonnie for real. Don't nobody I give don't... no fuck about Bonnie like that. If they killed that character off, everybody be like, well, okay. Oh, well, she ran her course. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. really probably is Wes because nobody, like, everybody thinks it, but nobody wants to think it. So, let's get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers for the upcoming episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. This is an official Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right. So ratings for How to Get Away with Murder this week were 4.3 million total viewers. It got a 1.3 in the 18 to 49 demo, and it dipped a tenth in that demographic. So ratings update after the DVR, Live Plus 3. The Wednesday's premiere and Thursday's programs, How to Get Away with Murder, added 1.1 rating points via Live Live Plus 3 playback, landing at 2.5. Murder enjoyed the night's largest percentage 
percentage bump at 79%. So these are some episode press releases, brief synopsis of the episodes to come. Episode season three, number three, Always Bet Black. These are one sentence taglines. Annalise presents her case with a high profile murder case that pushes even the Keating Five's morals, while Laurel makes a shocking discovery through an unlikely source. Now, episode four, season three, the fate of a young client is jeopardized after the Philadelphia Bar Association Disciplinary Board discovers damaging information about Annalise. Meanwhile, Frank commits a shocking act that someone close to him must deal with. And then after that, the fifth episode of the season is going to be called It's About Frank. So I think it's safe to assume that we're going to get some more information about Frank in that. Now, in terms of scoop and cast interviews, um, Entertainment Weekly recently did an interview with Pete Nowak, who is the show's kind of creator and works with Shonda Rhimes. And the question that they asked was, uh, will Eve return? Uh, Eve is played by the actress Famke John. And his answer was yes, Eve will return for at least one episode of season three. He said, I love her because she's willing to come back before she goes to her other show, EP Peter Nowak says. And he's referring to the Blacklist Redemption. I think it's going to be an extremely beautiful episode and I hope and hopefully something that we can continue to explore if we go on for seasons and seasons. Uh, here's hoping. Before you think that means Eve is safe from the Grim Reaper, Nowak teases that there could be a period on her story versus an ellipsis. Now, one more interview happened, or actually two more, but this is the same person, two different uh, sources, and this is one of the people that we talked a little bit about this week, Oliver. So Oliver was interviewed by uh, Entertainment Weekly, and they asked him, how does it feel being the first person in the clear? Uh, he responded, it's a little bittersweet and very fleeting. You know that Oliver was there the night of the house fire, but you really don't know what his role was in the events of that night. The night is still very young, and it's going to be played out for some time, so I feel safe for now. But the nature of the show is that any, everybody is on a tightrope, and I'm not getting too comfortable. Next, they asked him, how much do you really know when you're filming these flash forwards? Did you know that Oliver has done in these two intervening months while you filmed it? Do, you, do they give you any indication? His answer was, no, they don't really either. I also don't feel like it's completely unnecessary because behavior shows up in many different ways. Trying to decide how you're going to display somebody's behavior according to what they've done, it could show up a million different ways and be justified in a million different ways. So I really don't worry about it too much. Next, they asked him, and this is uh, where it switched to TV line, not Entertainment Weekly. Uh, walk me through this week's makeout moment, which is one of the things that we touched on, which led to Oliver essentially telling Connor, if you love me, let me go. What was it like to shoot that? He said it was very realistic. How many times uh, have I been broken up with someone only to drag it out for a while? And then you reach a point of saying, this is what I need. This is what I want. We actually have to end this. It was heartbreaking. Connor's last line when he's leaving says, this is your apartment. I only felt the weight of that when Jack Fally, he said that. When I was prepping, that wasn't the case. It's the heartbreak of someone moving their things out of a shared apartment. And then there's a person left in a place that was built a home for the two of them. Uh, next up, they asked our readers tend to really love the Oliver character. But the breakup scene in the season premiere where Oliver is upset at Connor for not being angry over his confession regarding the Stanford email deletion made many of them upset. Rightly so. That's my insertion. Do you get where your character is? <laughs> coming from can you defend this decision 
his answer was, oh, I completely understand it. It's always been my experience in relationships that when someone isn't completely being who they are, it always comes out sideways. And the person being kept in the dark, in this case it was Oliver, felt that something was really wrong. Connor's acceptance of Oliver deleting the stand for email is an overcompensation for his own guilt. It doesn't add up to Oliver. So to hear that some people don't get it makes me think, really? This guy's lying about a murder that he committed, which I guess is a fair point. The final question that they asked the actor who played Oliver is, uh, is it exciting to get uh, to think about exploring Oliver now that he's a single man? It's exciting to play an HIV-positive gay man and what that means in 2016. I just watched a documentary called Surviving a Plague, and it's all about the AIDS crisis in the 90s. But very little has been talked about uh, of what it's about now. So what to bring that conversation into 2016 should be something very exciting and very important. And that is all the intel and spoilers that I have for this week's episode of How to Get Oh, that was spoilery. <laughs> I liked it. So. Goodness. <laughs> so, join us next time for a brand new installment of Dial M4. Say it, Derek. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, here's our announcer to remind you, that's you listening, on how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Dial M for Murder and subscribe. Follow us on Tumblr, Dial M for Murder.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Thanks, announcer. Co-host, please wish our good listeners a good night. Good night, everybody. (laughs) See you next week. Try not to kill nobody. (laughs) Don't commit any murders. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Dial M for Murder every Monday via iTunes and the Poppy Chulo Radio archives. New episodes stream via poppychuloradio.com every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thank you. And good night.